It's Against All Odds presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you could bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you could check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 or older and present in select states. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Disaster of a show, and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, we all had a nice week, all of us in the pro, at least. You could continue to ignore my college picks, they're just uh, pitiful. But brother Bry and I, 9 3 and 2 on our against all odds pick. You can see that on a graphic. Mm. I think I tweet that out on Friday. Uh, I'm now 82, 61 and seven for the season. Bri, you have 80 wins. Polly kid, you have 77 wins. Harry and last at 74, 69 and seven. Still pretty remarkable that we're all over 500. Harry. Pretty good. Hmm. That's, that's it. All, that's all excellent. I got to say. Hey, look, you know, just, <laughs> all four over 500. That's excellent. Sure. No problem. He, he knows, um, he knows, uh, and you also won your Thursday pick. You know, I, I, we're, we're continuing to, we're baffled Wait, I, as to I, when I, you're getting I, the line. I think Harry's yeah. saying that because he's technically under 500. I think what he's under. Oh, no, because I don't think so. Way I think he fudges the over. lines? What was Harry's record this week? Uh, I think oh, he ended up getting we count this wrong? I think he ended up getting the 500 this week, right? I think he won. I think I'm over 500 with Denver. I think he got to, mm-hmm. yeah. I think he All got right. to like six and, I forget what it was. Yeah, six I and six. I don't want to. What do you have my record as Sal? What, what, what was I? I don't know. You have 77 wins. Bri has 80 wins. I think yeah, I'm no, 82, I'm definitely, I'm definitely over that. I'm definitely over that. Oh, man. All right, <laughs> yeah, Michael, all right. I don't we'll know. figure it out. We'll get it straight. We'll hey, get it's it straight. your son. It's your son who can't count to uh, 12 every week. I'm not sure. No, Mikey Meatballs, we're going to figure that out. Uh, I'll, I'll do a quick check. We have college football to go over. We have NFL, past and present. We'll look ahead to the week uh, 11 lines. My goodness. Uh, and we have bed aches. You know what? Let's do the bed aches right now. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the D3 in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bed ache. It's a bed ache. It's a bed I'm going to start us off. Uh, I should be nothing but pleased with the Cowboys after thrashing the Giants again, except for the part where I bet the Giants under 10 and a half points to score under 10 and a half. Uh, It was looking great for me. The one time they got inside the 10, they went for it on fourth and three, which was stupid. They should have gotten points. They didn't get it. Then they do get three on that. Now it's night. Now we have our third, fourth, fifth string in parlay kid. And Tommy DeVito is going to work, but even just the same. We have them at 10. It's 49 to 10. It's a thrashing. And Brian, Brian Dable puts on a clinic on clock management for the last minute and a half and freaking calling timeouts nonsense just to get to 49-17. And wouldn't you know it, he did it. Disgusting parlay kid. I lose. How do I lose money? How does that game end that I'm in a bad mood for them to get 17 points? Nah, that's a r- shame. Really bad. That, that's a shame. I 
But um, you know, we I went guess for it on to... fourth and three. I think that's the thing. We passed on fourth and three in the previous drive, and I think Dayball was like, "Screw this, we're going for it too." I don't know what kind of statement he's making. Yeah, I also think he's trying to give the kid Devito a little confidence too. I mean, yeah, not at my expense. Take, don't know, do that. I think that yeah. at your expense, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Brian, we're going to talk. We about shut the Bill's game Bengals. off by the, We shut the game off though by that time. So we, we not it's me. funny. We, what I know. Shut it off. There were three games going. Oh, well, you shut it off. Well, yeah, yeah. We, I don't know what we went to. We turned that one off late, and then we were just getting your text updates on the on the score. Yeah, well, we Detroit-Seattle was good. Yeah, that was still going. Uh, <laughs> all right, Bri, uh, Bills-Bengals, Monday night. Well, oh, Bills-Bengals. Bills-Bengals, you're saying. Look, the Bengals by far was the worst loss for me for the weekend. I had that tied to everything. Probably the worst loss for me for the season. Look, they had no reason even having a chance to win that game, but – they luckily had a shot and and they blew it there, right? Boyd dropped that touchdown pass, pretty easy pass. Boyd dropped some mm-hmm. other passes earlier in the game. So that was a terrible beat for me in general, even though I don't think – I mean, Houston just outplayed the Bengals the whole game, so I can't really complain too much about that. But the worst loss for me was the Bills last night. I needed that game to end at 22-21 because I had this tiebreaker on this weekly picks pool that I do. So there's – Winner was going to get close to a thousand bucks for the pool. If it ended uh, at twenty two twenty one, I win. Also, I will say I live bet the Bills down six, about like plus one thirty going into the last drive. So I had, I doubled I doubled up there. Um, so you know, so what just bothered me so much, and we've been texting about it, is right they they send like eight guys, they get the sack, right? They push them out of field goal territory. The exact the next play, they run the exact same thing. And it's one of those things they put like eight guys right, right up on the line. And you just assume like some of them are, are going to drop back, right? Some of them are going to drop back, but no, yeah. all eight go again, which leads to uh. one-on-one coverage for three different guys. So it seems like more likely than not a crappy pass there leads to pass interference. So that's one thing. And then the right, 12, hold on. before we go on yeah, to that, we, sure. we I, I Mikey meatballs laughed at me when I said this yesterday, I think I'm better than some, I would be better than some D backs at recognizing when the ball is thrown short. I feel like I know we're watching the replays in slow motion, but I feel like, you know, that ball was underthrown that Wilson threw and the guy took three extra steps into the receiver when he could have turned around, like it's one thing if it's bang yeah. bang, right? He, t- I was like, oh my god, I would know to turn my head here. I just, I just know I would do it. I just want a chance. Yeah. Disgusting. Well, and we you can talk about it. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, it I, might be a new thing now, though. I mean, I, I, I know it's what you're I know what you're saying, yeah. Sal, because you're reading. You're yeah. also it'd be interesting to see out there, right? Because you're reading the receiver too. So you just saying you seeing him slow down. You would think you'd want to turn down, but it's the same thing, right? When sometimes when you see the D backs don't get their hands up, when the receivers get their hands up, yeah. they don't get it up just to try and get in the way or block it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's kind yeah. of infuriating. Well, my, Parley kid, I'm crazy. Uh, I mean, there's no reading the receiver's eyes. There's no, you of look at that there play. Is. And of course the, yeah. there's what, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, it was a bad call. You just don't uh, think I'm good. You just don't think I'm a good player anymore. Call. <laughs> yeah. a, bad, a, bad, a bad defensive call. Uh, they should, yeah. in terms of uh, by the coaching staff, Shouldn't have mm-hmm. been in that coverage. Uh, and two, I, I do feel like, though, that they I'm all for pass interference calls. It gives big chunk of yardage. But I'm all for not rewarding quarterbacks know, for bad passes. I'm sorry. They should not be rewarded for throwing bad passes. Underthrown passes should not be rewarded for it. That, well, they shouldn't be just, rewarded with a spot foul, right? Like, that's uh, just right. A, that was a prayer. I know. Uh, Let's just give it 10 up. yards I, or something. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I guess I it mean, didn't matter. It was going to get them in field goal range anyway. So, but then, all right. So then the 12 men on the field. It's right. crazy because, Rye, what like the, the, the way they did it, and I know they did it earlier in the game too, but Denver got their entire field goal team on in eight seconds. Now you got a winded kicker lining right. up, and Buffalo just had to sit there and count their guys. And somehow, uh, who was it? Leonard Floyd was the extra guy because then, yeah. And they called for twelve men, and they missed the field goal. And then the re-kick yeah, I'm was curious. good. I would love to know how that happens, right? I mean, I get it. They were probably confused because the Broncos just decided to lose about two or three yards for three consecutive plays, and then rushed the right. kick, kicking team on. So they were getting the benefit from from Denver doing that. It was, 
I mean, I didn't agree with it either. I, I thought they probably should kick there or at least throw the ball out of bounds, waste some time on third down. Um, but yeah, I don't know, right? You, I mean, we've all played football here before, except Harry, and uh, mm. or maybe Harry for a year. Oh, but like you have, boy. you have like a first team field goal block unit. That's <laughs> like, how does the twelfth guy? I mean, I can understand if maybe somebody on that unit gets hurt and then's back in the game. Something there gets a little screwed up. But I yeah. would love to hear from the coach what happens there. How does that really happen? Because again, you're screaming out even like. Two plays before, right? Field goal block team ready, field goal block team ready. You know what's going in. Like, I don't know how you get 12 guys on the field there. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, Leonard Floyd's like, wait, I'm not on the field goal block team? Right, right. Like, right, how, right. how was that? Yeah. How was that even a, a consideration at that point? All right. I don't that's know. uh diabetic. We're gonna yeah, get sucks. we'll get to the Ken Dorsey stuff in a in a minute. Uh Harry, what's yours? Yeah, look, I had uh, I had one on Saturday, Sal. It was a hundred dollar two team parlay at Alabama, which I gave out on the pod uh, late last week, which won with ease. And then I had an adjusted line with Penn State against Michigan up to eight and a half. Now they lose <laughs> by nine. I mean, J- look, James Franklin, like this Michigan, te- this Michigan team, their defense is tremendous. They haven't given up more than 15 points all season. So, so it was a good teaser right then. Points, it, was, it was good to get plus eight and a half then. <laughs> when you, well, it's a, it's a solid number. It's a, it's one of those, you know, numbers that you would like over, over uh, mm-hmm. eight. You get, so you, and, and right before half, they score the touchdown. There's an, in anyone would have taken down four at halftime and getting the ball to start the second half against Michigan. Why screw up the momentum? Why go for two? No, it's way too early. You do not need to go for two, kick the extra point, get all the points you possibly can against Michigan until you really do have to go for two. Mm-hmm. Because look, this guy, if, if he's great against all this, all these great teams that they Penn State has played, that's one thing, but he's three and seven lifetime against Michigan, one and nine versus Ohio state. He's three and 17 top 10 versus top 10 opponents. It's getting paid a boatload of money. He mm. can't win big games. Don't get cute. Don't get fancy going for two and mm. then having to make it back up later on during the game, which he had to do. They end up losing by nine, eight and a half solution. Yeah. I mean, that's been Harry's motto since he was a little boy. Don't get cute. I mean, he stood by that. He really has. Uh, I don't. Yeah. All right. Well, that, I mean, that's a bad team. I don't know. I, I just I, I love Michigan. I, I I also thought they should kick there. Um, not even knowing about your I forgot about your bet at the time, but plus eight and a half losing by nine. Not great. All right. Parley kid. I don't know if I could feel bad for you either. Patriots plus one and a half. Yeah, I think that was my worst. One. I feel like I was on the opposite end of all those close games. Those last second field goals, even though that this wasn't a last second field goal. Uh, but I missed the first half of this game. Uh, but in the second half, from what I uh, was watching, um, I felt like the Patriots were the, the better team uh, throughout that second half. I missed a 35-yard field goal, yeah. which would have covered for me. But then, obviously, that final drive for Mac Jones, at least, his final drive, um, I don't know if I've ever seen a worse pass in that type of situation. <laughs> from a quarterback than I did for Mac Jones, where he's on the 10 yard line going into the end zone and he's still under through the ball by like 10 yards. Like, how is that even possible? It's pretty good. Where an NFL quarterback making a 15 yard throw was 10 yards short on the throw <laughs> without really getting, it wasn't getting hit. He was under yeah. the threat of possibly getting hit but literally came up about 10 yards short of an open Gasecki to win the game for the Patriots, or at least cover for me. Right. And uh didn't happen. Uh, and I, I do feel for Mac Jones and I do actually feel, feel for Bill Belichick. I think people are piling on this situation now, but uh, they screwed me there. I just thought um, that was a very winnable game. Is that the last we see of Mac Jones? It's very possible. It looked like it. I mean, yanking him. Well, that yeah, was a rough I, yank, but. That that I, I, was uh, just again. That just I thought it was that was that hurt. That one hurt. It started off a a relatively bad day of losing a lot of last second type of games. I me. feel like we uh, haven't been able, Brian, to enjoy a Patriots loss because um, you know when they were good and they'd lose, I was usually on them, which sucked. 
right? And now they're bad and they lose and all their fans who I want to torment, who should be tormented by how bad they are, like, yo, no, no, we're rooting for them to lose. Yeah. You can't hurt us. You can't hurt us because now we're rooting for whatever we root for happens. We're rooting for them to win when they're good, root for them to lose when they're bad. Like, because they're definitely going to pick Drake May or so they're definitely going to be able to figure that out, right? Like, there's no, it's such a foregone conclusion that the Patriots front office is going to come up with a stud quarterback who's, you know, on Saturdays we watch, it's different every week. So, uh, yeah, it disgusts me what's going on with the Patriots. All right, uh, Meatballs, play the music again. Bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, listen, let's take a quick break, and we're going to go into some of this stuff. Ravens, Browns, we didn't talk uh, 49ers, Jags, Lions, Chargers, all that stuff. And then we're going to look ahead at week 11 and some college stuff. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. All right, so the big news on Tuesday, I know we covered this in the bed eggs, but um, Ken Dorsey fired, offensive coordinator for the Bills. Um, you know, look, their defense hasn't been great either, but I was saying for a couple of weeks, I'm like, hey, look at this offense. They really could, you know, didn't put up a ton of points against the Bucs. We saw them in that night game, Monday night against the Giants. They easily could have lost that. They're barely winning with this offense. And then I just, Ken Dorsey's gone. Brian, I'm going to start with you. After they beat the Dolphins, what was the score of that game? They they put up a million. 48, 40, 20, right? Something like so that. After they put up 48 against the Dolphins, what is the live line on Ken Dorsey making it through the season? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for um, God's sakes. Yeah, <laughs> minus, uh, yeah, minus 100,000. Yeah. Minus, minus whatever you want, right? Yeah. yeah. It's bizarre. And so I understand why he's let go. McDermott, Harry, should probably go because, you know, I, I know the the Monday night result was, uh, you know, was key on the, the the focus was on the defense, the 12 men, uh, as Brian was talking about it, and Paul Kidd were talking about the underthrow, which put him in field goal range. But the offense has not been good. And I feel like as long as everybody is going to still make their list and put Josh Allen in the top three or four quarterbacks, the Bills can't be scoring as few points as as they are. No, no, it didn't just for it looked like it's going to year after year materialize for the Bills, but it just hasn't gotten done. Um, but, uh, you know, tough break for Dorsey because you know, he's the one that's not creating the turnovers. It's, uh, you know, and the fumbles all over the place is the Bills yeah. for the past couple of years were good enough offensively to be able to overcome these turnovers and be able to still get 28, 20, uh, you know, 31 points in games. That's not happening so much this year. Just too many turnovers. Um, I mean, even Trevon Diggs tweeting out that Stefan should leave the Bills. His brother should leave the Bills uh, last night after the game. Yeah. Uh, a lot of bad stuff going on with the Bills right now. And uh, what are they, five and five? Very going to be very difficult because they've got, I believe, Philly, Dallas, and uh, Kansas City in their next three after they play the Jets this weekend. Very tough to make the playoffs for Buffalo right Th- now. There's not one game where I'd be like, oh, they're going to kill that team. They have the Jets and the Patriots are their easy games, and they already lost to the Jets. And that, I, I don't know. why This team that can't score over 24, is uh, why would we count them in uh, as a lock for anything? And uh, I'll get their playoff odds in a second. Parley Kid, um, the one thing I'll say about their offense, it's very – I don't think it's – it's an offense like I've never seen before because there are plays where the receivers are wide open. They get such separation, whether it's Kincaid as a, a tight end or, you know, uh, or Diggs or Gabe Davis even Monday night. I feel like we're watching the Bills from the 90s where it was like Andre Reid and Lofton would get mm. open, and then they can't move the ball. And uh, in addition to the fumbles and the turnovers and everything Harry's talking about, what is with this offense? Well, I again, I to me, I I said this from uh, the first day we talked about uh, this, and I, I think I had the Bills going under this year um, yeah. in terms of wins, just for the fact that uh, it's a lack of weapons. Okay, um, so sometimes the scheme is going to work right, and guys are going to get open, but other times uh, when they have to, just based on ability, they're not going to get open because 
Um, they just don't have the dynamic type of offensive player. I, you know, Harry and I have mentioned this before. I mean, the Bills, even, even yesterday, they were at their best when they were running the ball uh, mm. in that game. Um, Allen, obviously, is not the same runner he has been in the past uh, few years. I think uh, he's taken off a lot less, which is probably smart for his career uh, to do that. But, yeah, there's something uh, a little bit. I think it's a, it's a system thing, and it's a talent thing, uh, and it's catching up to them now. Uh, when Allen is playing, uh, not playing over his head like he did at times last year, or even right. in that Dolphin game. So um, I, I wouldn't write the, I wouldn't close this the book on this Bills team. However, uh, well, Brian, would, would you would you go plus one seventy six? Plus one seventy six to make the playoffs. Harry <laughs> mentioned that it's Jets, I it's wouldn't. Eagles, it's Chiefs, it's Cowboys, it's Chargers, Patriots, and Dolphins. No, I wouldn't look because it's I, it's hard for me to see they get to ten wins, right? Because I think they're six and seven after thirteen games, right? At Eagles, yeah. at at Chiefs, I don't I don't see them winning the way they're playing right now. I mean, maybe those games, especially the Chiefs game, maybe could be close. But they mm. should have lost five of the last six. I know they lost four of the last six, but they should have mm. lost that giant game. So yeah, we talked Giants and Tampa. The way yeah. they're playing, I mean, yes, could they? You know, the Jets, the Pats, they should win those games. The Chargers sure. game is going to be a toss up, right? That's going to come down to it's going to come right down to the end. Uh, they could get another yeah. one there, but I feel like they're going to be at nine wins. They're going to uh, get have to get lucky in some I of these because they're going to be underdog in, in right? several the, of those. How are they getting uh, five wins? They, right? They got to get I, to I, ten. I, I don't want to be too negative. We should give the Broncos some credit, right? Who are all of a sudden they're in the thick of things yeah. for the playoffs. It's crazy. Um, you know, they've I said, actually, I was going to say, Sal, they've won three in a row, but all three, Wilson's gone for under 200 yards, but still pulled out those games and he's got 18 touchdowns and only four picks. He's not good. turning it over. I mean, that's, a, yeah. that's in this day and age, yeah. like if you don't turn it over, you're a top 10 quarterback. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, And now we could look at the rest of the season for, for the schedule. And like I talked about the live line of Dorsey last in the season, who would have thought any of these guys would be around after Denver gave up 70 to Miami and Parley kid there. I've not seen a turnaround for defense, maybe from one year to another, but not mid season, not a quarter of the way through the season to now they're like, they're like a shutdown defense and they didn't, they weren't sellers at the break, right? They didn't get rid of Sertan and there was a lot of interest. I think the Cowboys were interested. Uh, kudos to Sean Payton in this defense and Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, we, we, we were, we were miffed at the fact that they were so bad for yeah. the first, at least third or uh, almost up to half the season uh, because, you know, Denver, even in their down years, the past few years defensively has always been tough. I think maybe, they got a little healthier, changed probably one or two things up, and guys are now playing up to their potential. That's it. I mean, I'm not too surprised uh, at this Denver defense rebounding the way they have, uh, but good for them for just not giving up on the season either mm-hmm. and still remaining competitive and relevant uh, to this point. Bry, the yes is plus 520 for Denver. I mean, we could laugh, but... It's just, uh, I, you know, it's weird. I look at everyone's schedule. I'm like, oh, that's tough. That Yeah, that's hard. That's miserable. Where are the bad teams? We know there's a lot of bad teams. Mm. Who has a schedule with bad teams on them? Not anyone I'm looking there's up. There's not many. There's not many. Not H- the AFC. Houston, yeah. Houston's the one team, I would say, if you look at their schedule, right. they, have a lot of, yeah. they have a lot of winnable games on that schedule. Compared to, compared to the others, I think there's rel- right. relatively easy. But, yeah, any of those other ones, the AFC North, I mean, the Bengals, that, that – that schedule's tough. So they, yeah. Browns maybe let's are a little talk. easier. Browns are maybe. Well, that, easier. yeah. So, but let's do that. The yes. Texans here, they win 30, 27 in Cincinnati, L- knocked a lot of people. Brian, I know that was your, one of your bed aches there. Um, was weird because we knew um, Higgins was out, but then Irvin catches a touchdown right off the bat. Bengals are back. Uh, Stroud throws a bad, bad interception trying to kill the clock. So you're like, all right, there's some life for the Bengals. And they they didn't win. The Texans like looked look like a mature team, one thirty to twenty-seven. Uh Bryce Stroud now thirty to one for MVP. Now you could laugh, but a quarterback wins this award yep. every year. I'm sorry. Harry will think it's a, a cute. I know he says don't get cute, but he thinks it's cute when he takes like a punt returner to win MVP at uh, five thousand to one. 
but it never I did happens. mention Stroud last week, MVP. <laughs> you did. Okay, so you're coming, al- you're coming around. So he's 30 to 1 now. Why, Bri, wouldn't you consider Stroud at this point if he's like second in passing yards to Howell with a game in hand? Right. Yeah. His number. Yeah. His numbers are phenomenal. Right. He's averaging like 294 yards passing a game, something like that. Uh, but the yeah. only thing, again, the only thing you have to say though is like for him to win it, they still they have to win the division for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And they still have to finish. Right. They have to finish top three probably. Right. Uh, can they be the fourth team, win the division, him win MVP? I, I don't Harry know. Harry says no. Harry's they making have, noises. They do have he's a favorable our, he's schedule, though, expert. right? I mean, you, you, the next, yeah. next three, you have three straight home games, home against Arizona, home against Jacksonville, home against Denver. So, mm-hmm. you know, you win those three, you, put your, you really put yourself into that conversation. I, I would just assume it's, at some it's, it's point he's going to have a down Because I feel like game. they would give it to Herbert with a great year for not winning the division, but not Stroud. I mean, they, they should win that division for him to be good. You know this what I mean? This is a team. Yeah. That was supposed to still stink. They were supposed to be bad. They were three and thirteen, three thirteen and one last year. They've got five wins. They blew out Jacksonville already. Uh, you know, Stroud is uh, two straight weeks, two last minute drives to win the game at the end. Mm. Uh, Seventeen touchdowns total, with including his rushing touchdowns to just two picks. Nico Collins is their best receiver, who didn't even play in that Cincinnati game, and he's making Tank Dell and Noah Brown names that people don't even know about, you know, that everyone's picking up in fantasy because they're scoring points. He's getting it done. Um, I think it's been, I think he's been fantastic and 30 to one. Yeah. Maybe you have to win the division, but still they're close. Jacksonville gets rolled by San Francisco and they already beat him. I think 30 to one is worth value. Let's not forget though. They lost to the Panthers two weeks ago. Like that's, I love Stroud. I obviously have him for offensive rookie of the year. I was screaming about it before everyone else. In fact, I think I deserve more credit than Stroud himself for picking him. (laughs) Uh, But I got 10 to one odds for that. He's now even to make the playoffs parlay kid, the Texans. Um, We saw their schedule. I don't mind that. I think they're grabbing the seven and maybe even the six. No, why? Why wouldn't you uh, like that? Um, they got, uh, you know, Stroud playing at such a high level. Um, they're getting some decent uh, rushing. Uh, Singletary was pretty solid the other day. They got a nice receiving core, uh, and uh, you know, uh, the coach has done a fantastic job there. An absolutely fantastic job. It seems like um, there's a lot of belief in that locker room. So, hey, Darren and. And Schultz, and they're using Schultz like you should use Schultz. Oh man, I, I, what, what does a, that even mean? That was, yeah, that was didn't use them that well. Listen, what, they, they, what are you? What is that? That is such a stupid comment, Harry. <laughs> no, it isn't. Of course, no, it's it not. Is. Of course, Harry, it is. He's he, he's valued the Cowboys way more didn't in use Houston Schultz? than he was in Dallas. The Cowboys didn't use Schultz. <laughs> I, I I didn't say they didn't. I said he's being used more now I, when Dallas should have used him more. I he was the second leading Dallas receiver. You're the one plenty. who talked about how he's the second leading receiver on the team last year. He should have had more receptions than Lamb. He should have been better than Lamb. I it wasn't used that well. You Dallas. were having a good podcast until about thirty yeah, seconds. Yeah, you screwed up. You, you, <laughs> you, were, you were on the money, and then you say something like that because then more touchdowns this you, year than he had last year. What is that? What that does? That, what is that? He's got. He's basically going to have the same numbers probably at the end of this year that he's better, had. Better. But, but he maybe should be better. He's in a different offense. Like it, he got yeah. paid the big bucks to go somewhere to, to be a star. How is Harry flexing? After I, don't a, got paid. A, I don't know if he went to be a star after that huge Gallup game. How is Harry doing a flex here? Yeah, I mean, Gallup, Gallup. I mean, I mean, you know, you're playing the Giants if Gallup oh, gets okay. in the end zone. <laughs> all right, all right. And the Texans <laughs> play great teams, right? Uh, all right, uh, Parley kid. You mentioned D'Amico Ryan's now three to one for Coach of the Year, yeah. whereas. Whereas I agree for Stroud to win MVP, they'd have to win the division. I'm not sure Ryan's the, the Texans would have to win the division for Ryan's to win this award. I think it's basically wins above expectation for that award. Like Dable was a, was a wild card uh, coach, right? And he won it. Yeah, so. I'm sorry. So. I'm still so distracted by the Schultz thing. Oh, go ahead, because go ahead. if I could just make this mention, Schultz... It's All right, thirty-seven catches in nine games. That's that's like four per game, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, two years ago at the <laughs> okay. Cowboys, seventy-eight receptions in seventeen games. They didn't use okay. them the season. 
Last Season's year, half over. Last year, 15 and 57 games, about four per game. So his production is right on the same path as it was with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which Ferguson I, I, is giving many, the Cowboys many, the same production. How many production. yards per catch did he this have with Dallas last year? This is a nonsense statement that Harry just made, and he needs to be. How many? He obviously is not paying per attention. Reception did he have now with it's Dallas yards per reception. Now it's the routes they're 10. running. Ten point one. It's eleven point four this year. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. So come on, right. Harry. His best year <laughs> was two years ago. He probably won't talking- match those numbers this year with the Texans. Yeah. Um. So I don't. Sky's the limit for the Texans. Harry, the Cowboys had a great offensive game, a great, great offensive game against your former favorite team, the Giants, because you have a different one every See, six I don't months. Like them anymore? So the I don't understand why. And the Cowboys you know, this are is paying a tight end that's a better blocker that's putting yeah. up the same numbers. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it for doesn't matter. A no, fraction right. of the price. So why are we going to go after the Cowboys for Dalton Schultz? Harry didn't do his research. <laughs> and by the way, Harry's a red zone fan. Maybe Dalton Schultz is a better watch on yes, the red zone. Right. Maybe right. he is. By that's way, it. Yeah. Greeny on ESPN said there's nothing better, nothing better than the red zone. I couldn't agree more. It's not, you're just, you're cheating yourself. You're like watching, no. I don't know. You're, you really are. You're not getting, you're not getting the flow of a game. You can never say to someone, Hey, this one, this team has not watched Sunday night. Minutes. I watched Monday night. I watched the flow. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, how do you even pick a Thursday game? Like the bears against a lot the of Panthers and doing the, doing the charger lion game. I watched, but how do you pick when oh, there's so many bad teams who never make the red zone. So how do you pick a game like the Panthers bears when you don't see, you'll probably see it. So 11 plays out of them. from uh, <laughs> I watched that game because it was on TV. It was the only thing on. Is, I'm saying, Sal, is there anybody you, you know? In, uh, forget it. Yeah. That does yeah. what Harry does for a living, <laughs> but that doesn't have, the full package. No. You don't no. need it. No. It's a scam. <laughs> What's the scam? You're getting to watch football, what you talk about every week. The red What's zone the is all you need. All right. And I got two computers set up and my phone. I got wow. everything. Wow. All right. He's got everything. Right. Let's hear from you. These Bengals, uh, we didn't talk about them. They're like um, kind of the same boat as the Bills, although I trust them more. Yeah. <laughs> I bet them to win the AFC at plus 750. And now... Now they're like, what are they to make the playoffs? It's not, it's not pretty for any of these teams, really. They are their yes is minus one forty two, so still favored, but it's a very competitive division in which all four teams can make it, right? Yeah, look, it's very competitive division, and it's all you know their schedule is tough just in general, right? Yeah. So I think it's significantly sure. tougher than some of the others, like we went over with Houston. It's probably comparable to what Buffalo has, but I would say I I feel more optimistic with the Bengals. I just feel like on their best days, they can beat the other best teams. I, I don't think that's the case for like the bills anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Although I don't know what the latest is with Henderson. I'm, I'm not sure his status, but yeah, that's the only thing I know you, you know, you, you get this tough Thursday night game, you fall back here. And now all of a sudden it's like, ugh, it's uh yeah, it's it was a real- bad la- loss for both teams. The Ravens blew that lead. And we didn't really talk about that. The Ravens blowing, blowing that lead. They could have had a game and a half lead over, uh, I guess, Pittsburgh. It would have been. And Cincinnati to win that game, you know, this three day rest game wouldn't have been a, a must win necessarily. Uh, let's talk Ravens Browns real quick. 33, 31. I don't know what to think about like, Mikey Meatballs and I were talking like Lamar's great. And Josh Allen, you have to put these guys in your top five. And, but which quarterbacks, another blown lead, another 90 plus percent probability of winning um, and all their losses have been like that. The Ravens, I don't know which quarterbacks you trust. It might just be Parley kid, the two teams that are going to get buys like the, the, the quarterbacks you absolutely trust in the playoffs might just be Hertz and Mahomes, And that's it. Yeah, uh, that's a great point, Sal. I mean, that, that you fully trust. Yeah. Whew. I, 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 we can't I think put I would Dak trust there Joe yet. Burrow, and I would trust Joe Burrow in the okay. playoffs. All right. I'd put him on that list. I right. think um, – There can't be more than that, those three. He'd have to make the playoffs first, but right. uh, besides that, to fully trust, I think you, you, you got that right. I don't know if there's anybody else you could put on that list. And, Harry, since we're going over all these and we're going to – you know, every week uh, going forward. The Browns are minus 385 to make the playoffs. Minus 385, and we're, uh, I guess we're sure that Deshaun Watson is back because he had a really good fourth quarter. But minus 385. 
Yeah, I mean, look, and by the way, in that Baltimore game with those three consecutive third downs that were penalties called against Cleveland, and then Baltimore runs it in finally, and Baltimore had a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. I mean, what were the odds there for Baltimore to win the game? That was wild. That game was crazy. But, yeah, so you mentioned, like, they have Pittsburgh. Look, Cleveland has Pittsburgh this week. They owe them one from basically handing them the game in the uh, in sure. early part of the, the season. Sure, the Monday night game, yeah. But, but yeah, but they've got winnable games. They got Denver, Rams, Chicago, Houston, and the Jets. Mm-hmm. All winnable games left on their schedule for Cleveland. We mentioned a little while ago that Baltimore and Cincinnati both have tough schedules here. Uh again, um I think that that schedule really works out for them. Garrett has eleven sacks this year. He's probably definitely the defensive player of the year. Uh and uh and Pittsburgh in the in the division. I don't see them making the playoffs at all. So I know they're six and three. They're doing it with smoke and mirrors with Tomlin, but they have been out. They they've been out yardage wise in every game. Okay, they've had yeah. given up more yards than they've scored. They, they every had. single every game. single game. They're six and three. I know it. I know it. I'm just not going. You know, I just think they'll be. I think Cleveland's your in. team, though. They were your team. At oh the yeah, beginning. I know. Listen, if anything, it's a hedge now to win the division because I had them at plus two ninety, and uh, so the Ravens are one forty now. That's that's um, they're probably still the best team. But yeah, Bry, that's the team. That's the AFC contending team that has a bad schedule. The Browns. You mentioned the Texans. The Browns too. I mean, they have to to have a minus three eighty five. Yeah, uh, number. Yeah, look, the, the Browns. Look, they only have two games left in the division, right? So that's that's big for them. And some of these other games, you know, they definitely have a lot of winnable games, and uh, they don't face a ton of great offenses here. So I, mm. I think I, I think they're getting they're getting to ten and seven when you look at their record. Yeah. Right, right. I look, I, guys, I looked it up. They're, they're over under right now. Browns. Ten and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. They love I, them all because that's what I was thinking. Um, they're going to win ten or eleven games based. I think on how we're going to have to get used to in the AFC parlay, kid. Uh, you know, maybe three of the teams. It could there could be a world where Cincinnati, Buffalo, and the Chargers don't make it. I would say almost definitely, or probably two out of those three. Right? Yeah, it's. A- That'd be hard to fathom uh, starting the year off like that, thinking that that could be the case. No. Uh, which one of those would you like to make the playoffs the best out of those three? I guess the Bengals. I, I, I just, I, uh, I, I, I would think because they've, they've, uh, you know, they've come on. I mean, maybe this that Texans up. game was a little bit of an aberration there for them, mm. but. I don't know. I might back Ooh. off if they lose to the Ravens out Thursday. I might be yeah. like, wow, this is now six losses and we're not even well, out of that's November. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really Yeah, what you have to hope really for you, what you have to hope for is one of those teams replace the Steelers in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Like in, in well, terms yes. of just from a watchability. Yes. Right. Yes. I don't mind. I was saying this yesterday. If there's a good quarterback in the playoffs, right? Bright, you know, so like yeah. the Colts and your your terrible Raiders is still around here. I don't want to see Minshew or O'Connell in the playoff, right? right? right. If it's Stroud, you won't. You if it's won't. Stroud Something is a seven or six seed, I guess if Watson's good and the right the Browns are there, that's fine. But yeah, the Steelers. But on the other hand, yes, we do need a team to bet against. So maybe we do want the Steelers there as a seven seed. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No. No. Maybe let, we do. Let them Although, go to Miami. You know? <laughs> Whatever. I know. We'll but take that round one. They're gonna hang around. But yeah, I mean, how much? For the AFC, how great would it be if, yeah, if you have the Browns, Bengals, and, yeah, uh, yeah if you have the Browns, Bengals, and whether Browns, or not Browns, Bengals, Texans, yeah, Texans or Chargers or one of those, in terms of just for playoff purposes or the Bills, mm-hmm. right? That's why it's such a difference having the Steelers in there versus all these other teams that have a pretty good quarterback, so... Let's yeah. quickly talk Lions Chargers because that was the game of the the week, and we knew it was going to yeah. end on the last drive. But I thought the Lions actually had it in hand. That was that there was that drive at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter, where the Chargers seemed to have like eight plays inside the fifteen yard line, offsetting penalties and uh, pass interference, weird stuff. Uh, Chargers are a team, Parley kid. I'm sorry, I know Coach Staley, Dayton. I am not touching them to make the playoffs, even at plus two ten. No, you can't. You cannot touch the Chargers because uh, what have they done that would lead you to believe that they're a playoff type of team? Because there's no no team that uh, that can frustrate their fan base more than the Chargers. Um, mm-hmm. Herbert, who is their uh, fan base? We got to figure that out. Maybe uh, well, maybe it's a, maybe Pauly they figure Cristino, it out. <laughs> maybe they're like, yeah, Pauly. we don't care about letting Paulie down. He's the only <laughs> right. one who roots for us. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I agree. And uh, I don't know. They just um, they just don't know how to win football games. That's, they beat that's the, the bad only teams. Way I could say they came they, off two in a row where their defense looked good. What was it, Harry, against the Bears and against the, the Jets. Jets? Jets. Jets. Yeah. So the defense looked good. They applied pressure. Herbert didn't even have to do anything. I don't know. It might be a thing where the Lions just make you look bad offensively. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the their Lions, offense looks dangerous. It really They're is just good. So smooth with Detroit. So smooth. Gibbs rookie year, six hundred and seventy-six combined yards this year already. Yeah, already. I mean, it's uh, and by the way, Detroit's next five games, guys: Chicago, Green Bay, New Orleans, Chicago, Denver. Wow. Yeah, nice. We might be overlooking them at plus five fifty. Not too many great numbers out there to win the NFC. Plus five fifty, Brian. That's a tough out everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. I think um, the only thing is, what would def- they get a two? They wouldn't get a buy, but all right, so. <laughs> Yeah, you have to hope they get the two seed, right? You get a home, you get a home game, whether or not. What do you get? The, Seattle at Detroit, and then uh, and then we'll they would be, be home for maybe San Francisco. Yeah, that, two that's seed what you like that's that. what you need. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the only thing is again defensively, what you saw the other night. It's like yeah, I, if, I would you love know, the if, Cowboys. If Hutchinson's not playing, you know, really? getting to the quarterback. You know yeah. that that defense did not look great. There was guys wide open all over the field the other day. So mm-hmm. that would be that would be my only concern. But again, they're well coached team. They're fun to watch, right? They're one of the few teams. I can't believe yep. a golf team. One healthy Montgomery's been amazing this year. Montgomery's great. Gibbs has been really awesome. I was surprised he didn't touch. He didn't touch the ball as much as he did in the second half. Um, but yeah, no, they're just they're a fun team. Weapons all over the place. I mean, I think I, I would I would love to see them play the Cowboys in the playoffs. I I don't know. I don't know how we get game. that. Right. I'm not uh, sure how we get that game. I'd like it. Right? The Cowboys they're gonna fall be, all the way to six. No, yeah. No, no. Cowboys would have, have to, to fall or if it, it would have to be the championship game. Yeah. Right. right? But I think that would be a fun game. I'd like to see the Lions, both offenses against each other. That would be a fun game. We I think the, the Cowboys would give. Okay. I think the, the pass uh, rush would give uh, Goff You said fits. it right. Think, you yeah. said it right, Parley. It's not It's not easy in this industry to, to, to say the words pass and then the, the word rush right after that. Um, okay, yeah, I, I agree. It would be probably a last-second, last-score game, which we do very well in uh, the Cowboys in the playoffs <laughs> against Detroit. Uh, we mentioned briefly the 49ers. They're back. That bye week was great for them. Really, uh, bye week of the year, I think. The 49ers getting healthy. Williams, everybody, Debo, Purdy look good against the Jaguars. I don't want to say they're a fraud, but they're good for what they do. They'll, Harry, they'll win that division or, you know, the Texans will beat them out, but they'll make the playoffs. But I don't feel like they've gotten better really since mm-hmm. last year. No, right. I mean, uh, they won a playoff game last year. Um, the Jags did this year. Uh, sometimes they've looked really good, but boy, at times too, they uh, at home, um, Three points this past week, nine points against Kansas City. Sometimes it just can't get that offense rolling. And San Fran, you mentioned Sal Purdy back at, back at business, no picks, three touchdowns, look good. McCaffrey, everyone scored except McCaffrey. He had the streak broken, but that's the only bad thing that happened with San Francisco on Sunday. They looked awesome. Debo back, got in the end zone. Uh, just seemed, and, uh, and Kittle's been good the last couple of weeks too. So just seems like when Debo's on the field, the offense just runs a lot better in San Francisco. Yeah. And speaking of offense, you just thought it would be a lot better at this point for uh, Jacksonville. They haven't really pivoted. All right, let's take another break, and then we'll quickly look ahead to the Week 11 lines. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. All right, so week 11 starts us off Thursday night. Uh, Cincinnati at Baltimore. This has climbed up to three and a half. Brian, I think that's fair. Um, 
I, I, it was around three, and now the public with the low limits has pushed this to three and a half, but I think that's about right. Yeah, that's fair. I know you want to take the Bengals on a teaser. I know you do. Uh, yeah, I kind of do, but it, the short week scares me. I would you know, I would love the Bengals getting three or three and a half this, if, if this weekend, if it was a Sunday. If this game was mm-hmm. on a Sunday, I would love the Bengals just on a short Short Maybe rest, road for game, division game, but it, these one. games are always close though. So I, I think I'm, I think I'm leaning Bengals though, just just with it jumping to three and a half because these always seem to be like one possession games late in these AFC North games. Ravens beat them. What was the score? 27-24, Harry, and the yeah. first time they they played. Yeah, it's a uh, having well, no having no Higgins does hurt. Yeah, but the one thing is, if you bet the Bengals and they're down ten or thirteen or whatever, you, you still have a chance. Because for whatever mm-hmm. reason, Baltimore can't hold a lead. They got a mm-hmm. rick, rookie phenom at running back, and they don't want to give him the ball, it seems like, uh, to to blast the lead there. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. This has gone to four, Parlay Kid. The Browns love love what they've done. Love their organization. Just beat the Steelers. <laughs> 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 this is, all, as Harry mentioned, this is a, a payback game too. 26-22. I believe that was week two on a Monday night, right? Yeah, uh, I think this, uh, I guess, is at four, probably sitting where I thought it would sit. Um, you know, uh, I think when you look at the Steelers, uh, like Harry mentioned, smoke and mirrors. I mean, uh, obviously, Tomlin uh, doesn't get enough credit for the job he does there. Uh, somehow, uh, even with almost like an inept offense, although the running game got going. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, uh, uh, Harris and Warren uh, both yep. had really solid games. First time where they both really had some solid games, so that that's a uh, a good uh, a good thing for the Steelers. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, it's fine. I, I, I like the I like the Browns here in this game. A little revenge factor. I thought uh, Watson um, fourteen for fourteen in the second half. Maybe he found his game a little bit. But you Maybe. know, then again, he's limping around again. <laughs> Uh, in a boot, mm-hmm. from what I understand. So, who the heck knows? He's saying, you know, she should play, but he might not. So, who, I, this, this, I, could, I couldn't believe this line he, could change again. He had such a good second half there. I mean, the, his body language after throwing that pick six, which wasn't completely his fault. That was a great, um, a, a great athletic play there, Humphrey. But, uh, and, and then just again, he was. I feel like he was limping after that play. I'm like, ooh, I have, I have this much on the Ravens. I'm gonna live bet him and lose even more. And that's uh, <laughs> and so that's what I did uh, right after that play. All right, Tennessee at Jacksonville. It's Jags are six and a half. I don't. I'm not gonna bet if we don't have to bet South games like this. Tennessee somehow three and six. I picked them to win the division. Mm. I don't. I, I don't know what Levis. I just. Um, and and Henry, you know, he he. It's single digits in yards now for some of these games. So. It seems like a game Jaguars will uh, win, Bry. Uh, but teaser or you just stay away. Yeah, this is. I would say this is a a money line parlay or a teaser here. I I don't know about the yeah, six I mean, though. I don't know about the six. Yeah. yeah, we just haven't seen enough from their offense. I mean, yeah, maybe the Titans, maybe Levis, maybe they haven't figured out a little bit, so maybe they're not going to mm-hmm. score too much. But I would assume mm-hmm. the Jaguars eventually will get will get back once they start using eighteen a little bit more. Um, I think the offense will start rolling a little bit, but yeah, six is high. It's kind of high for a division game here. I'm going to knock out three at once here. Carolina, Dallas is a big favorite over Carolina. It's like 10 and a half, 11. Um, Detroit is a big favorite. Although now I think it's down to seven and a half against Chicago. And uh, who's the other big favorite Miami over Las Vegas. Yes. And then the 49ers over the Bucks. These are all Parley Kid. This is us growing up. You this just, is college. Three team teasers. I know on Sharp Sam. Tank tomorrow you're going to have. You just named my Sharp. You just listened to my Sharp <laughs> Tank. Which uh, one? For tomorrow. I yeah. I it's, listened to five teams. Thank we you. We all could have guessed that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. That's what it's going to be. So, uh, mm. Well, it's crazy I, because so many good teams have lost this past week, right? The Bengals, the Ravens, the Bills, the teams we thought I got were good. a five team or five team wow. parlay coming tomorrow. <laughs> Watch out, there, Brian. Crazy Raiders. money line. Some, it's so it's it's a it's winner. Some other Raiders team. Five it's wins. a winner. It's a winner. Uh, <laughs> I, I tend to agree with you. And then Philadelphia, Casey, Harry. This is um, wait, this moved down to two and a half. What happened? I thought they got this right, and then they changed it. Oh, uh, don't go changing this. Let me see. What is it? Oh no, back back up to three. It should be three. 
Super yeah, Bowl three against Mahomes. Yeah. Should Brady's be three start. against Philadelphia. I'm sorry. Very, very excited about this game, Harry. Do you have a lean? Very fair number. Uh, it's exactly what it should be, Sal. You're right. Um, look, a couple weeks ago, remember, Eagles at night got uh-huh. a ton of calls at home versus the Dolphins. Will oh, KC get them against Philly again? Again, meaning the Super Bowl and then now. Well, let's see. I mean, are you going to bet Philadelphia and then cry about the call again? It seems like that's what you're going to do again. If they lose, then probably. Yeah, sure. All right. So Harry's taking the Eagles. No no surprise there. All right. Let's take another break. Then we'll go over our college, uh, some games uh, that just played, some Heisman odds when we return. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. All right, so Harry talked about it. Penn State lost by nine, not eight and a half, as he thought. 24-15, Michigan went in there without their head coach. Harbaugh got on, got to the plane. They're like, nope, get the hell off. You're suspended. You steal signs. You're a jerk. We'll figure it out. We could appeal this, but uh, for this game, you're not going to get there. 24-15, Parley kid. Michigan won. And then the coach, uh, who was it, Coach Moore, after the game? For uh, for Michigan, he goes up there. He thanks the Lord, and then um, like starts to cry. And I feel like you cried as well, didn't you? When you saw that, Paul, like it. <laughs> no, I noticed. I was actually with uh, like, oh, like a bunch of college kids at the time. I'm like, is that guy? Is he crying? Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I said. But uh, I like the fact. Look, I, I personally die? think. I Did personally think. Look, mm, no, I've die. said this right. Yeah, it's all been downhill. For Harbaugh, since Harry had a chance to shake hands with him, that's no true. surprise there. But I also think Harbaugh is being railroaded in this whole situation. I think it's, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm, look, you, I'm telling you right now, I'd be shocked to know that if there's not one team doing that's not doing what Michigan did, I'd be surprised. I, I'd be shocked. Shot. I mean, this is so, Pauly Kid basically admitting that he still signs as a coach too, as a football coach. So that's fine. That's all right. It's I, you I don't just know. can't I get mean, caught. Sign stealing. There's like eight different people giving hand signs on the sideline. How right. are you supposed to decipher any of that? I don't care what you're doing. Give me right. a break. Uh, Darren's trying to steal javelin players from Babylon. Michigan team. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Javelin players. That was actually good, Harry. Javelin What did Harry say about Babylon? I said you're trying to steal javelin players from Babylon. <laughs> javelin players. Hey, javelin do you play javelin? Players. Do you play sure. javelin? Can we get you? Can we poach you? <laughs> he poached all the javelin players. It's uh, uh, great. I forgot what the question was though, Sal. But uh, I don't even know. Just Michigan's you know, I was good. Making fun of you Penn State crying, doesn't crying. win ga- big games. Yeah. That's the that's yep. the end of that. Michigan minus two ten to win the conference championship. Ohio State plus one seventy. Obviously, quorum, they played. I, I had that quorum. Yeah, two touchdowns nice, right? plus three fifty. Two plus touchdowns, right? Yeah. Good yeah. job yeah. by you. All right, yeah. uh, nice. Oregon USC. I don't know. I, I thought this would be a, a wider margin here. Thirty six twenty seven final. USC covers, um, but it was kind of what you expected. I, they were never, they were re- never really going to win that game. And now, Bry uh, Bo Nix. Is the favorite to win the Heisman? What yeah. number, what number do they have him in? Uh, is he plus minus one ten? He's already minus one ten. Yeah, I know it was like plus yeah. one. What was what? Penix plus three seventy. I think he was plus one sixty right after last week or something. Penix was plus. Mm-hmm. I got him at plus. I got him at plus one eighty five. Yeah, no, I mean next we we talked about him like after the first week or two he was like twenty to one or twenty two to one. I don't so. like it. I don't but yeah, like I mean, I, again, no. it just depends what you mm. think. They got they got to win out, and he's got to play like he's been playing. For, for, well, for them now, more. but why is the Heisman now is all of a sudden it's become the best player on the best team? Not necessarily again. So, well, no, that, right. that's not the case if it's Bo Nix, right? Well, I mean, there's not, three okay, teams ahead of them. So, the, the team that's so because look, this is what I say when it comes to the Heisman, okay? And I'm biased because I do have Daniels and I like and I think Harrison should be, he's, he's obviously jumped way up since I mentioned him a month ago. Um, it's coincidence, I think. If, <laughs> if Daniel's numbers are off the charts, 
Right. And without Daniels, LSU is like a two-win team. They stink right. without the kid. They stink. Yep. And Bo Nix could not handle the SEC when he played in the SEC. Mm-hmm. He was a very mediocre quarterback in a conference where Daniels is just dominating statistically. He, Darren, he, you know what the problem is? You know the problem with Dan? You, you make great points, and you've been calling Daniels from the beginning of the season. The problem is that their defense stinks so bad that they have three losses. They're just not going to give it to a guy who's on a team that has three you, losses. I don't, that's Nick's what I don't not, get. But I know what you're saying, Darren, but also Nick's seven, completing 78% of his passes. He's got 34 total touchdowns to two interceptions. It's hard to say with Nick's because these guys are wide open all the time. I don't, but I don't Darren, know. Great. I mean, yeah, yeah, he couldn't handle it at Auburn. Dan, leave. But look, but I don't understand that. It's like an MVP vote, right? So – People like 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 even like Sal, you were a, a proponent of uh, of Otani being an MVP, right? Yeah, I know. I was crazy, right? Uh, right, I know. but right. What was but I thinking? Why? But like, and, but the team doesn't have to be good. So what? <laughs> if, if LSU is eight and three, that's not good enough for a guy who's going to have four thousand yards passing and oh, thirteen hundred yards rushing. Possibly, that's not good enough. Like I don't. Well, it's I know. not like he's three week. and eight. And if you take them off the team, they're three and eight. I if you put Jane and Daniels on Oregon, they might be undefeated. You put Bo Nix on LSU, they're five, they're four and five, or whatever they are. That's what I say. That's that's, that's my opinion. I know what you're what saying. And you want to you want to cash this ticket and everything. I mean, I mean I there are games all over the place. I Dylan Gabriel the had <laughs> Dylan Gabriel had eight touchdowns or something, but uh I don't know if he could get caught up in this. He couldn't hack it here, so he's here. Because then Penix wouldn't be at the top either. Yeah, I right? guess you could say Jaden Daniels with Arizona State too, two years ago, right? It was like you know they were mediocre in the Pac-12, right? Yeah. I mean, so I, I no, guess so he, had, he had very little talent around him on that team. That, that's another team that without him, who they, yeah. you know, I guess they were pretty bad. But. I'm surprised Knicks is minus one ten. I am surprised. Yeah, as good as they are and fun they are to too, watch. It's and still everything too else. early yeah. for it to be minus one ten. Right, it's still too. And early. so if he is at the top, I don't think they trip up. I don't think he has a bad game. They owe Oregon State, right? They're going to play that game at home. Oregon yeah. State's um, defense very good. This yep. is where now, he could trip up a little bit. He could trip up it. a little bit. Yep. And then they're a favorite in the uh, championship game against Washington. Um, let's uh, let's talk He's about that. He's been sacked four times, by the way. Four times all season. He hasn't been touched. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a weird year for him because he usually he took takes off more. Uh, even when he was like injured last year. Washington, Utah, 35-28. Washington really uh, they're, they're odd because they they. Man, they seem to let everybody have a chance at the end, or at least, you know, throughout the game. Yeah. And one thing we saw, Parley Kid, the worst unnecessary fumble that ended up not <laughs> mattering. That kid, the fifth year senior for Washington, picks off the ball, picks off the Utah uh, quarterback, like, and runs it to, it was closer to the two than it was to the one when he released that ball, Bri, right? Oh, it was a closer to like the three almost. It wasn't even close. <laughs> it was like his own it three. It wasn't even yeah. close. And he's going in and the other two guys are just as big of idiots that they didn't jump on the ball, not seeing that the right. ball was sitting on the two or three yard line. That right. that to me made no made no sense, but they got lucky, right? Because you get a safety right after that. It's kind of the very next play, crazy. I think. Yeah, crazy. so 35-28. Yeah. Uh, Georgia looks great, 52-17. Yeah. I don't even know why I think I've taken anyone against them. I had the old Mitts plus the 10, but... God, that that Harry, they just look insane, and they are not favored. Michigan's favored at plus two twenty, plus two fifty to win the national championship. Yeah, Might be Georgia's a good number. Still, yeah, yes, Georgia's still getting a little bit disrespected on that number, but again, yeah, you thought that uh, I thought that Mississippi would have a chance too with Lane Kiffin talking a little smack, and you know they still were they were in, they were number nine coming in. Lane Kiffin just uh, and Mississippi, they just don't ever get it done when they when the chips are on the table, when they have a big game. They just don't. And Georgia just again, uh, methodically just putting up solid numbers every single week, Georgia, and just uh gonna come down to this game SEC championship game against Alabama. It's gonna be fantastic. Alabama 49-21 over Kentucky. I'm looking at their playoff odds, Bry. Plus 160. They're in a, a log jam there, right? So they're plus 160. Mm. Ohio State's plus 150. Obviously, to get that, they have to run it, right? They can't have two losses. They can't lose to Texas and, and Georgia and be considered, right? So yeah. is plus 160 right? I know they have like 
Chattanooga or something. I know. I was up. thinking yeah. of the same thing, right? Because when they play Georgia, they're going to be what? They're going to be. It's going to be. I think they have the numbers. Well, let me look. So it's gonna, they're going to be plus. Uh, be they're going to be higher, right? A little bit higher than plus one sixty. I thought I just saw it here. They're my, They're plus one forty right it now. Is, on okay. the look All ahead right. live. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, so. look. I will. I will say. I think when you watch them play recently, though, they have kind of looked. Yep. Mm-hmm. They looked like Alabama, right? Like mm-hmm. I would think they're the one team right now you kind of don't want to play. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's going to be an interesting game with Georgia, but yeah, I kind of, I, I hear what you're saying, Sal, though. I, I think Georgia's still offensively. I have more, I'm more convinced about Georgia offensively than Alabama. Uh, yeah, it's Bowers. These guys are just, you know, they've been rushing touchdowns the last yeah. two weeks combined. Seven. Yeah. They Although kick they, you in the chest. I think they're one yeah. of those teams that are going to have two loss. They could have two losses, but still, you know. You know, I'm sure they're going to be complaining if they don't make it because they're going to seem probably like they're better than the third and fourth teams. Bama with it. two losses? Well, uh, yeah, I'm just saying you know, a Bama team with two losses, you know, if you put them up against maybe the way they've been playing, if you put them up against Oregon or Washington late in the season, I, I mean, I would definitely favor Bama. It's just well, one they, of those they have things. No- so, so they have to have Texas lose because they can't yeah, say, "Hey, yeah, we yeah. have two losses." Yeah, because exactly. they That's lost the in Texas. Unless Texas Oregon, loses again, Oregon needs Alabama and Texas to lose. Yeah, yeah. And, and they all need. Everyone needs Florida State everybody to lose. Needs everybody needs everybody. I just lose. don't think that's well, happening yeah, now. They're, they're already yeah. like a ten point favorite over I know. Louisville in that hypothetical game. Uh, what else? Uh, the other thing before we we go away, Iowa. They're like, wow, they can't make a spread low enough for that uh, an over under. Uh, yeah, they can. Let's see twenty. <laughs> Let's see 20. How many people are betting this up? They went again 22 nothing. Uh the over under was what? 28, Harry? 27 and a half. And it wasn't even really close. I guess it was kind of close, right? Who had the I ball? I took a shot you? with the over. I got uh, smoked. You did? What's the matter you with you? Fell it? for it. You fell for it. Yep, fell for it. Well, I, you know, I'm so uh, I'm I shouldn't be so smug, but I I've, I've taken the under on a teaser every week and it's just a free leg. Mm. It's a free leg. You win by two, three, four touchdowns. Uh, I don't know, Parley kid. Uh, he's not getting his bonus, though. That's for sure, right? What did they have to uh, average? Like 25, to get it? I think 25. 25 a game they had to average. He's not, even close. he's not even close. They probably could score like 70 yeah, the next two. Probably. Yeah. Not going to happen. All right. Jeez. So that's college football. We're going to have a few college games to go over tomorrow. We'll go over the Thursday night game. It's a good one, finally. Baltimore, Cincinnati. We lost our first touchdown. Nobody won first touchdown last week. I'm not just saying the, the four of us. Nobody in the world had Carolina uh, special teams to score a touchdown first. I did pick him up in fantasy, though, and started him. You should have lost that game. Garbage. Garbage team. Uh, After so I smoked Brian. Like, what are we doing, Parley Kid? Are we doing it or we're done? Brian wants to keep it going. I'd like to be done, I think, with our first touchdown well, picks. <laughs> it's... It's look, it's the first it's, touchdown I, I Monday was a uh, special teams also, right? Or am I losing my mind? Mm. Was it was it uh Broncos special teams? What they call well, that? There back? was a turnover, right? But it, they call that back. I can't, I can't, can't remember it. Right. Right. We'll get it right. Uh, I, I say, look, we're in too deep this year. We might as well just keep <laughs> it going for this year. All right. Yeah. And There's a lot uh, of yeah. games. There's still seven games left. Well, look. <laughs> We've nah, committed to it game, this though. far. Do I it. don't think we can just give it up. We, you know, people, people like when we lose. So they do? let's um, let's give the people what they want. All people right. like when Harry loses. Yeah, they called <laughs> that one back. I don't know. There's a special teams touchdown in the Denver game. Sutton actually caught the first touchdown pass. All right, people like when right. Harry loses. So uh, turn tune in for his cartoon. He's going to tweet it. We'll tweet it out. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. What what can we expect, Harry? When did you take the line for this game? Six weeks before the first time they played? I can't even imagine when you stole the line. A couple days ago. A couple days ago. What, what was, was the, the line? line? Don't tell, the, yeah, don't tell us. When you took yeah, don't tell it. us Might who you're tell taking. Us now. Well, if it's four, we know he's taking the Bengals. If it's two and a half, we know he's taking Baltimore. It's very secretive right now. For a good game, it's very secretive. What's so. the line, though? What's the line you used? You can't tell us? Uh, I'd have to check. I don't even remember. Yeah, sure. Remember. All right. There you go, Bri. You trust this process? I'm not no. sure I do. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds from Mikey Meatballs in the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. 
You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. 